3: Dan Spence Radio, new year, new me, more footy! Welcome to How
1: Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm
3: Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy. Here we go, 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 here we go. Back! Welcome to 2019, everyone. The season has officially started and we have seen some football. Actual live football
0: in person. It was there, there was a footy, it was going through goals. I almost forgot how the game went for a bit because it's been so fucking long. And they started and I was like, where's the small round red ball that goes into the three sticks? That's cricket, Tom! <laughs> <laughs> did you get the head spins, Thomas? I got the head spins. I got the heads. I well, I did actually get the head spins. I got a stress headache from watching the footy. I forgot that part of footy. Yeah. But it is stressful, and it does give you a headache. It's a physical experience. I forgot how physically into the game I get as well. I was very sore. Did you stand up too much? I stood up a lot, mate. I stood up a lot. Uh, My dad was trying to take a photo of me standing up so he could
3: send it to YouTube to prove (laughs) that I stand up at the footy. So thanks, Dad, for getting getting into my corner. Uh, Sean, did you get any photos of Tom standing up? Because I don't think I did, so this all could potentially be a myth. I think a bunch of lies. Yeah. Fuck, that's harsh. So before we jump into the round that was, and Tom's performance, and maybe a review of Geelong overall. Yeah, yeah. my uh, first time there. Great s- town. So as this is... Yeah. fuck you. I- fuck. Wait, your first time in Geelong? Yeah, it actually was. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. We'll get to that in a second, because yeah. more importantly, it's the start of the 2019 season, which means that we've probably got some new listeners on board. So we should probably explain a few How Goods Footy tropes, terms. I don't know what to call them. So things that how make good How fo- Goods Footy
0: How Goods Footy, and how- a bit about how we make How Goods Footy... Why we think how good's footy is. Who we are and why how good's footy. Who we are and how good's
3: footy. Yes. Two
0: questions we will answer today. (laughs) We may not answer the second
3: one completely, but we'll give it a crack. All right, Tom, you've already mentioned who you barrack for, sort of, vaguely, but you can go first. Big St Kilda,
0: big St Kilda (laughs) man. No, uh, I'm a Geelong boy and I'm from Geelong, great town. We have many great things, big sexy land, uh, (laughs) footy team. And a pretty big sexy land. Uh, they're the they're the two highlights. <laughs> I'm sure you saw the big sexy land on the way in. So I'm a Geelong supporter. I have been my whole family's Geelong. Uh, my brother's Port Adelaide. We don't know why. We're a bit. It's a bit. Whatever. It's fine. He's just yeah. Out Excommunicated. Constantly. Yeah, he doesn't. He's he's in the basement. Um, <laughs> my family are mad Geelong. Uh, I got it from my dad and his. Just a. Uh, just a mad Geelong supporter to the extent where when I was a kid growing up and Geelong playing on the weekend, and I've said this story to these guys before, um, if Geelong were playing and they won on a Sunday, uh, we'd have a roast for dinner. So, dad would have all the ingredients ready to go anyway, Yep. Um, hoping the result would be positive. If Geelong lost, dad would not have the, uh, the joy in his heart to cook a roast and it was toasted sandwiches. Perfect. Perfect. Um, which is something we have embraced. So when yes. your team, for how good's footy, if your team wins, you get a roast. If your team loses, you get a toast. We haven't come up with what the draw. I think a draw is like a roast, cold roast sandwich. Oh, I feel like a draw is like maybe the coldest toast of all. Well, it depends though. Did you come back from behind and draw, or did you? Were you eating all day? Either
3: way, it doesn't feel good. It's think, a comeback mm. cut short or a win stolen. It's an empty feeling. Yeah, it's so no maybe good. you just don't eat. Yeah. It's a fast. Yeah, fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dose, <dozed, laughs> Roast, or well, Fast?
0: Uh, and that's me. Imagine a double draw. <laughs> one after the other. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you, just did so. you do what JWS um, uh, G- did that year where they had two back-to-back. Did they actually? last? The last year, the year before, they had that one against Hawthorne and the one against Geelong, or the other way around. <laughs> I would have wasted away. Yeah, we just... <laughs> That's why they weren't that good this year. They had so many injuries because they had at least a period last year where they didn't eat a hunger strike for 48 hours. That's not how weeks work, Tom. Two weeks, 14 days.
1: Well, luckily, I don't barrack for GWS. I barrack for a more successful team, um, the Brisbane Lions. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they were successful. Yeah, in their day. Sadly, when Brisbane won three grand finals in a row, I would have been 12, 13, 14 years
3: old. It's weird to meet someone who peaked when they were 14.
1: Yeah. I didn't appreciate it. Hi, I'm
0: Tom. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but I, I didn't appreciate it because I just thought it would happen. Like, I
1: remember we won the first one and dad said to me and my brother, he goes, enjoy this, boys, because it won't happen again. And then we won the next year. And we're like, eh, shut up, dad. And then we won <laughs> again. <laughs> and then he was like, I'm serious. I'm like, shut up. And then we didn't do anything for 10 years. So, and here we are.
3: Every, every uh, September, does your dad just like knock on your door? Sean, son. Remember what I said all those years ago? How does it feel now? (laughs) (laughs) Take my my advice.
1: My dad's a funny one because he's just sort of lost interest in the game. Like he'll watch it from time to time, but he wouldn't be able to name a Brisbane player anymore, I don't reckon. Does he think Brownie and Akar are still like that? He actually thinks, like, you'd go, hey, Dad, name a Brisbane player, Jonathan Brown. It's like, doesn't play anymore, Dad. It's been five years. Yeah, Doesn't know it. And he's one of those people, too, who'll watch the game and he'll crack the shits at the umpires. And it's like, Dad, they changed that rule 10 years ago.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, they change the rule every eight minutes. (laughs) So, I mean, I I watched one season and then I'll watch the next season and I still get angry about a rule that... I thought was a rule, but isn't anymore? Yeah. No,
1: fair enough. Um, I must admit, up until about the age of eight, I barracked for Essendon. I wasn't as into the game. And um, also, Dad was kind of like, listen, son, we're not going to two sets of games. Your older brother barracks for Brisbane. That's what you're going to have to do. So moved over to Brisbane. And I think the the year after that, they won the wooden spoon. So I wasn't jumping on the bandwagon like many a Hawthorne supporter. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah,
0: Brisbane. I love Michael Voss. End of story. <laughs> Is that... If you had to get a tattoo, Yeah, would you just get a tattoo of him with that glove? Just like <laughs> punching the, the air. Fist. The fist. I, I put this
1: to you. Yep. Has there been a better handballer? Yes. And I mean, when, when you get tackled and Michael Voss had this ability to get his hands above it and fire off a 30-meter bullet of a handball, <laughs> there's never been anyone better. Yes. Who? Kurt Shut up. No. Kuda. What for one year? Listen, this is how I feel about Anthony Kudafides. He had one good year.
3: He had one good quarter. <laughs> uh, he he <laughs> had a good half.
1: Statistically, the best quarter. But
3: like, fuck really, him and okay. fuck his
1: Carlton mates, Polly You Mate. You're going back a long yeah, way. But-, yeah, yeah, but-, but you've gone so you've gone back so far. It's black and white TV. Yes, <laughs> yes,
0: yes. But he could handball a footy yeah. between two cars. <laughs> Right, with their windows rolled down, he'd be standing a few meters back, would handball through the car windows, and it would go through the other side. A few players could do that. Yeah, sure. Michael Voss is
1: probably one of them. But think about could Polly Farmer that... do it while he's been tackled?
0: Probably. <sighs> I'd never got to see him. I didn't have a TV back then. And I wasn't alive. <laughs> yeah. he's a legend though, Farmer. Yeah, so is Michael Voss. Not yet. I'll die on the hill defending Michael (laughs) Voss. No, but like I mean, technically Farmer is a legend. Yep, not true. Fair enough. Voss isn't, but he will be. He will be.
3: Speaking of future legends, so I'm Joel Dusha, (laughs) and just reminding players of performing really well whilst being tackled takes me back to 2009 when Zaharakis kicked maybe the perfect goal, who's being snapped in half, and it was it was raining. Kicked a goal from 50, which was in actual fact the greatest ANZAC Day victory ever. Is that your favourite ever Essendon moment? Oh. Does it trump, like, uh, the 2000 grand final? See, the 2000 grand final is really weird for me because at no point do we look like we were going to lose that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's not like we went into... Like, I was young. I would have been, like, 10. Yeah. Did so, you not appreciate it? Oh, like, I remember being really excited. Yeah. And I remember being devastated the next year when we fucking lost to a bunch of uh, Queensland pricks. <laughs> uh, Thank you. <laughs> dirty fighting bastards (laughs) toughest team ever
1: Uh, love punching and not punching (laughs) yeah
3: get back to me when you can land a hit (laughs) (laughs) good old windmills (laughs) yeah so like that one's a little bit weird uh the Essendon north melbourne comeback i remember like losing my mind as a kid about um just like here we were 66 points down and usually like that young, I would have totally lost interest. But I remember I was in my garage I think I was skateboarding. Just around in a circle listening <laughs> to it. And it was just like mental. Tom, how old were you when Geelong won their premierships? Um I was sixteen. Yeah. In
0: 07, and then eighteen, nineteen for eighteen eighteen and twenty. So I was yeah. old, enough to, old to, enough to to get, to get on board, to celebrate in the town of Geelong. They went up land all night. Yeah. Um, they actually shut the they shut the town down. Like they locked off all the streets and there was parties in the streets. Yeah. Obviously for the 07 one, I, I wasn't out yes. in the thick of it. I was at a barbecue. Yeah. Um but the 09 one, I went out and I had a great time and at 3 a.m. I was really drunk and a yep. stranger bought me a kebab. Oh. We sang the Geelong theme song in the taxi line together. And, uh, had this a great... was a pre-Uber time. This is pre-Uber. Yeah, it's 2009, taxi rank. Um, How long was that line? Oh, mate. For, for miles. Days, but no one
3: cared. Everyone yeah. was in a great mood. No one was in a hurry to get home that night.
0: The the DJ at the club that we went to that night had the easiest night in the world because he just put on the Geelong theme song between every set. <laughs> and just like, so if the, song hadn't, if, if the song hadn't quite landed, he'd be like, oh, I know what will.
3: <laughs> oh, it was great. How many times do you reckon you heard the song that night? Oh, probably 800. Yeah, what happened more? You hearing that song or beers you consumed? Or was it neck and neck? It was a dead heat. In fact, I think at one point we started a game where you had to drink
0: once that once it came on. So you knew oh, you were you fuck. knew you were every 4 minutes you were smashing a drink. It's shit. And I was 18, so I hadn't really got good at drinking beer, so I was you drinking. Still haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I've lifted, but no, I was drinking like um ah oh. God, cruises, or something. cruises and Jimmy Beams and Tom. Oh, I, was, I was
3: Geelong filth. <laughs> Absolute Geelong filth.
0: I was the Dermot Brereton of drinking, just
3: flashy <laughs> and a little bit nuts. Uh, it was good. It's good times. So, we've covered one thing uh, that comes up a lot in Hoggins Footy, which is toast or roast. Uh, we've got a few other things that you, just to get everyone up to speed with some of the terminology, we, is unique to this show. But feel free to use it outside of the show and yeah. hopefully it spreads the wider footing like footy community. Use it roast
0: or toast when you're playing Uno? Uh yeah. if you if you don't win Uno, you only get toast. And if you do win Uno, you get to eat that roast all by yourself.
3: So yeah. I think maybe the most obvious one that has huge crossover appeal is a term that we have for players who leave our club and go to another club. And that is T C, which is short for traitorous sea bomb. <laughs> this, this there's no other way to put it. Uh, Sean, you coined this phrase. What,
0: what, what, what inspired this term? I, I was there a specific moment or player?
1: I believe it was around the time when club legend Michael Voss was sacked as coach, and five first round draft pick, five young players decided to go home, and ripped my heart out, and I, you branded them traders. and. Pff, just saying trader alone or "traitorous" was not enough. You had to, I had to go harder. So I did and uh, I stand by it and I use it to this day and they're everywhere, mate. It hit my club hard. It did. Things have started to turn around now and there's a bit more... Uh, I respect loyalty in footy. I don't know how I feel about free agency unless, of course, I benefit directly from it. Oh yeah. To be yeah. fair,
0: the TC policy is a... It only applies if yeah. if you're not benefiting. Yeah, yeah. it's a well, very
3: hypocritical rule.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Lockie, uh, Lockie it, Neal not a TC. No, a hero. Gary Rowan, Dalhouse.
3: not TCs. Uh, Dylan Shield, GWS not a club, so it's fine yeah. for Essendon to have him.
0: Yep. Mel Hickey not a TC. No, Champion. she's a captain. No.
3: Yeah. Gavin Wanganin. Some would call him one of the greatest players in AFL history. I'd call him a TC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also one of the greatest. Yeah. NFL in history. <laughs> He's great <laughs> until he put on the wrong colours. Did
0: he win? He won a flag for both, didn't he?
1: Yeah. If there was a like a hall of fame for TCs, the bloke whose face would be on that building is Dame Beams.
3: do and don't he's know. vice captain Gaz. Oh, now I reckon <laughs> I reckon
0: there's a bigger one because
1: now no, Gaz isn't. Good. Beams Came is home. worse because of the circumstances. Stole money, Tom. He stole it. He didn't actually steal. He money. took it out of my pocket <laughs> as a member of that club, and he spat in my face. The thing that annoys me the most, more than anything. Yeah, he's a huge TC. It's when I walked into the AFL shop recently and I saw the Brisbane Lions twenty nineteen calendar. No, Dame Beams is in the calendar. Oh, that must be repay a- the club so they can print that shit again. I'm not <laughs> buying that. It's a disgrace, Beams. What month? Oh, I can't remember what month he was because you know what, he's Sean, on the cover. That month's not happening. Nah, rip it out. Yeah, hopefully it's not September. <laughs>
3: Jeez! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, that's awkward. Uh, just oh. in case it also wasn't very, very clear. Uh, Haggard's Footy is an incredibly biased and uneducated show. Uh, oh, yeah. We we love footy and we think we understand most of it, but occasionally we are super, super, super wrong. Yeah, uh, we came here
0: for um, balance and factual accuracy. Whoops, basically, because <laughs> we think our teams are great and we will tell you our teams are great, and we because we acknowledge we know that people. No, I think that their teams are great, even when they're not that good. Yep. Hey know, Sean, yeah, i be with these two.
3: Brisbane Lions. Yeah. Wooden Spooners two years ago. Yeah. So, 2017. Yeah. Finished bottom four 2018. yep, What are they doing in 2019? Look, I've looked at the draw, and I'll be honest with you, because you've got to be realistic. Yep. Premiership. <laughs> Huge again.
0: chance. <laughs> I'm so excited. Hey, Dusha. Yes. The year that... um. Half of and got banned. Mm-hmm.
3: At the start of that year, mm-hmm. what
0: were you thinking for your club?
3: My only thought was, I can't wait to steal a win very early on and everyone <laughs> to lose their minds. And that's exactly what happened. And it was good. I wasn't thinking flags. I was thinking short term. Yeah. I was thinking that one game we win and it's going to happen soon <laughs> will be mental. And it was. <laughs> it was fucking huge. <laughs> And then later on, I was like, oh, maybe we could sneak. After we won that one, I was like, imagine. Imagine we come together like the Mighty Ducks. Imagine we slip into the finals. That didn't happen, but imagine <laughs> how great it would have
0: been. Oh, you would have flying V'd your way into history, mate. <laughs> Heading into this season,
3: though.
1: Mm. Bombers, what are you thinking?
3: Uh, so, last year, I feel we underperformed in the first half of the year. Second half of the year, finished very strong. Shared similar characteristics to a fucking freight train. <laughs> um, So... Personally, I think that we are a big chance to go all the way. Yep. I'd be disappointed if we didn't. Look, I'd be heartbroken if we didn't make the eight. Yep. Bit disappointed if we didn't make top four. Yeah.
1: Now, Tom. Yes. On this show.
3: Yes. We like to be realistic. Yes. Yep, and factual. Yes. Yep,
1: and often we like to comment on the fact that the Geelong premiership window is fucking
3: closed. It's done.
0: Yeah. So while I was in Geelong recently. Yeah. Doing um, some research. I, did, so I went to the window. I had a look at it. Yep. I checked it out. And I took a fucking crowbar and I smashed that son of a bitch back open. <laughs> because it's, it's on. Yeah. Mate, that, that, that window, that has a Tom Hawkins-sized hole in it. That's He's weird.
3: a big unit. It's weird, uh, Sean, because I thought you needed speed to win a flag these days. Oh. Nah, that's West Coast in 2005 or five and oh six. <laughs>
0: The other, the other big one for us that you'll hear us throw around a lot throughout the year is because we are so passionate, we care about our team's winning, but we also have strategies for when they're losing because you know we've got to be realistic here. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes things don't go too well. So we take a leaf out of uh, Premiership Coach Luke Beveridge's book. On the record, he allegedly had a two-hour chat with Alistair Clarkson yep. leading up to the grand final, and uh, the rest, as they say, is history. So we often recommend that players and uh, coaches that need to lift go and have a two hour chat so if you ever hear us talking about going and have a two hour chat that's all you need it's just two hours depending yep. on the caliber of the player Lee Matthews five minutes yeah. yep <laughs> Five
3: minutes with lethal. Uh, that's yeah. all you need. It's a five minute chat, but you get two
0: hours worth of information.
3: Yeah, two hours of content in five minutes. It's yeah. a
0: bit like the Matrix, where they learn kung fu. You just sit with Lee Matthews. He he just says the one thing, and all of a sudden you go, "Yeah, oh, I understand. I understand." Yeah, you go. The
3: point post. Whoa! Break it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you mean win the flag? No, no, no! Just break the fucking point post. We're <laughs> not seeing the clip. It's very famous. <laughs> Uh oh. yeah, it's kind of the opposite of uh, How Goods footy because you get 60 minutes of content here and you learn nothing. <laughs> <laughs> whereas you get double the content and learn something. Mm. Wait. Double the time and learn heaps. Triple from a the content,
0: chat. yeah. Yeah.
1: There was a famous instance last season of a 2-hour chat. Um uh, yeah,
3: I got some bad news for you. I remember who it is. Yeah. Yeah, it was Dane Beams. No, it was Zorko. Nah, it was Zorko. It was the other Dane. It was the other Dane. Oh, uh, my mistake. Oh, yeah, the magician. The magician, yeah. yeah, he, uh, he, yeah. He, he magicked himself away and then came back. <laughs> <laughs> fucking did a slide of hand. It was like, uh, first like five rounds, where am I? Who fucking knows? Disappearing act. Came back. Won the best and fairest. Fair enough. He was probably the best who was player. that two-hour chat with? Sean Carney.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I called him up. Gave him nothing. <laughs> and then I think he also talked to Crawford and Simon Black and uh, they set him straight. But I'll claim it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, forever. It was, it,
0: was your, it was your constant calls and him eventually answering and being like, mate, you ne- you need to lose this number. Yeah. yeah, he was like, fuck off. And then I knew I hung up. Well, he hung up on me. Yeah. But I knew that he was fired up again. Yeah.
1: And then he took that passion into the next game and he dominated.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's actually sent you a thank you text. He said, I can't talk to you on the phone because I don't want to ruin the mojo. And you understood, Sean. That's true. You That's understood. True. Framed that text. Though. When he won that... That uh, best and fairest. He, like, you know, breakfast club fist pumped the air. It freeze-framed, and you just sat there and nodded. Yeah. That was you. That's me. You did that.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
3: It's huge. Two-hour charts are vital. I'm expecting that Joe Danaher is probably going to need one. Ooh. I think his
0: hip and groin are going to need it. Yeah. Joe Joe, Joe knows what Joe needs to do. Yeah. The rest
3: of his body... His body's too long. He played a practice match recently (laughs) on Hurley, seemed fit, had none of the ball, which is... Worry. <laughs> no, but Hurley's very good.
0: Yeah, that's true. All Australian. You know. And Joe, again, he's too tall. I should just shave about three centimetres mm. off
1: him. Or just lose the moustache. Mm. Does he still
0: have it? I think so. I think he needs the moustache. Is it his superpower? I think he needs to grow up more. I think he needs to go to Mitch Brown and- get his mustache I reckon, by the ah, master of seedy mustaches yeah.
3: so one thing that we noticed last season was that if a player shaved their head to become more aerodynamic their skill set lifted exponentially yeah. uh as seen with the most aerodynamic man maybe we saw on the field at all last year and don't say gary ablett he was fine he had some stubble it was tom bell chambers who fucking came out of the I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I just know but that he was Aerodome?
0: Great. Is that where aerodynamic <laughs> things come from?
3: He burst out of the... No, he burst out of the blocks because mm. he's following
0: in the, the footsteps f- of, you know... He flew off the runway. Yeah. The, mm. the air around him just was so smooth. Yeah. We think... Yeah, so that's another big one is aerodynamic players. Yeah, because
1: he grew his hair back a little bit towards mm. the end of the season. He faded faded a, a
0: little bit, yeah, just a little bit.
3: Although just it's bit hard to drag. stand, it's hard to stand out when your entire team is just making a mess of any team that lays in front of them.
1: That is true. I did notice that Gary Ablett sort of has slowed down as his beard
0: has grown. It's dragging him down a bit. He's going to be playing more forward, so I think I, I think he, so. I think he actually needs to grow the beard to anchor himself in place. Because if he's clean shaven, he's too aerodynamic and mm. he's just all over the place. Mm. Yeah, no, fair point. Grow that beard, keep him locked in. Dangerfield, shave everything, mate. Mm. Eyebrows. <laughs> Pluck your eyelashes, nose yeah. hairs, go bald, just shave every hair on you. I'll yeah. do it. And close your mouth. It just Why? He's oh, just getting a bit chatty. Oh, I love it. Wow.
1: Steady are you in, on. Hang on. Are Steady you on, danger.
0: In, are you in that camp?
1: Eh, I'm a bit over him. I'm sick of hearing about him. It's all right. All right, mate. He's oh, the, the, best... se- the season's too long, but I'll take $50,000 to play AFLX. Mate, would you? Yeah, I would. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I would
0: I would be the player going, season's not long enough. Give me more games. Well, no. He's he's the head of the AFL Players Association. He's mm. been ad, who's actively advocated for a second buy mm. during the year for fitness. What are stuff. their reasons for not granting that? Oh, oh! You, Gil gave you a reason for something. Yeah. Gil, he just gumbeed in there in his big dumb suit that never fits, and was like, "Oh, this is the way it's going to be, little darling." We're not fond of Gil on this show.
3: No, we love footy, but we hate the man who runs
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to have an 18-hour chat with Gil. It wouldn't be enough. No, nah, I just lock him in a cage and an 18-hour chat with Mick Martin. Just, <laughs> 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 just put him in there. But look.
2: Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds
3: After a long and arduous summer, guys. This has been the longest AFL drought in history, I reckon. I think it was longer than the one last year, which was the same. I think that on paper, the time, if you look at it, logically, the time was exactly the same. But this year, it felt at least four times longer.
0: Guys, this is not just a footy podcast. This is a science podcast, because that's Mm. the theory of relativity, my friends. Einstein said that no footy feels like forever, or something similar to that. I'm pretty sure. E
3: equals MC, no
0: footy for a... E equals MC, Gold Square, I think is the the, the fully one. But yeah, we finally got it, guys. And I tell you what, I fucking love footy. (laughs) I never did not I never forgot. But you know know when you have a a movie that you love and you watch it a lot and then you haven't seen that movie for a really long time and then you decide just on a whim to rewatch... It's on TV, right? You don't actively seek it out, but it's on TV and you just pop it on. And about five minutes in, you are just like fucking love this movie. Mm-hmm. Can't believe I forgot. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt yeah. Saturday night at six forty-five when that lead up to the bounce of that ball. I was like, I fucking love footy. Yeah, I was shaking. I was so excited. I was like a <laughs> fucking child at Christmas. Like you don't understand. It was ah, mm. oh, it was good. Mm. It's great atmosphere. There was wasn't it? We should dive in on that. Yeah. So obviously AFLW round one kicked off Geelong inaugural season started off the best way possible mm. beat fucking collingwood loved that loved it yeah by one point tom oh what a result huge massive i've not been to a women's footy game and i know it's hot in summer fuck they should play footy in summer you get a night like you had where it was about 26 by the time the game started beautiful perfect night for footy yep. perfect
3: Every, footy all year round is what I'm saying every weather condition because <laughs> the weather the, you know looks real good get Patty Dangerfield on the phone and be like mate we're giving you a second bye bad news though it's a 48 week round yeah <laughs> a 48 week season I like how you've given him a couple of weeks off here and there no the couple of weeks off is uh, for Christmas finals. finals four weeks of finals 52 weeks
0: yeah why, why is he getting four weeks off because he's the president no 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 but he's playing he'll be in the finals
3: Mm. Willie, though, if he plays
1: for
0: Geelong. You're a bag fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. How, uh, how early did you get to the ground, Tom? So, gates opened at five. Yes. Uh, my folks were keen to get there early. Mum wanted to be... So, it was uh, not, not a ticketed event, so you yep. sit anywhere. So, we actually have reserve seats down there. We're behind the goals at the river end of the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, good seats. So we are here. It's fantastic. My mum was like, I want to be on the wing, Oh, and I want to sit in the nice section. Oh, so there's a nice section. Well, the Brownlow stand reopened last year. There's some nice new seats there. We've never really sat there. So we sat on the wing about four or five rows back in the shade. Magnificent. We were there at about 10 past four. Ooh. Uh, 10 past five, sorry. Not 10 past four, 10 past five. So we were early. Just you have to line up? No, no. Um, a lot, I think because it was hot, a lot of people started to arrive from about 5.36. But within half an hour, that whole area we were in was full. We went early. It was it was odd because we parked the car and then you walk down to the ground because we parked a bit further away. And normally you're walking with like all these people, but there wasn't as many people because people were coming from different places and a lot of people who were already there, were already there. Yeah. And a lot of people arrived late once the sun once it cooled down a bit. Yeah. Great night for foot. Great time for footy though. Did you get a commemorative ticket? I did get a commemorative. Who's on your commemorative ticket? Didn't on? get one, mate. I'm fucking sorry. What?
1: Yeah, I didn't get one. Did they not have one? Well, we were running a little bit late. I missed almost all the first quarter unfortunately. So I'm assuming they ran out or I don't know.
0: Because when did you get it? You come through security. Yep. And then there's a guy there at the gate and he's walking. You, well, did you walk through a turnstile? <coughs> yeah, we did. Yep. Yeah, well, when I came through the turnstile, there was a woman handing
1: him out. They must have run out possibly. Surely not. I don't know what happened there, mate. I was a bit, I was a bit disappointed
0: by that. I got mine. I was pretty happy. Beck Goring, captain, yep. acting captain, vice-captain, captain of the VFL team last year. I'm uh, mm-hmm. very happy with that. Mate, yep. uh, you missed out. Yeah, really. Uh, a, bit, a bit bummed out,
1: Tom. A bit bummed out. But yeah. do you know what would have lifted your spirits? What's that, Dusha? Pretty great game. Oh, fantastic game. <laughs> Fucking awesome game. Loved the atmosphere, Tom. The Geelong got around it. Nice stadium. It's good. Sta- got some questions. Okay. The dimensions. What are they? It looks like a small ground to me.
0: It is narrow, but it's reasonably long. Like it's not a wide ground. Yeah, but like it's a lot narrower than I think. I think it's very a lot narrower than the MCG. Mm. But I think lengthwise, it's actually quite long. Mm. It's not as short as the SCG, where the Ford 50 arcs are in the are in the center square. But it is it is a narrower ground, and uh, you'll notice throughout the year, teams will like Geelong will use that as an advantage, especially if teams are kicking out from the river end. Uh, because they under, there's a bit of a swirly breeze in that pocket, and they'll underestimate how close the boundary is. And you watch, John will just force them over to, to kick to that right-hand side. Eight times out of ten, it'll go out on the full, or it'll yep. get punched over the line. Huge home ground advantage. Yeah, Great home disgusting. ground advantage. I love yeah. it. Hey, I don't care for it. <laughs> no, that's how every <laughs> regulation or nothing. Mate, it's a disgrace, Tom. Do you know what I love about our sport hmm. is that no stadium has the same dimensions for our national game. Have uh, Hellhole Stadium? Did they not try and mimic the MCG? They did. They, they try to make it very similar, but it's not the same size. Yeah, MCG is still biggest. I'm assuming it's a lot bigger than than uh, Cat Park. It is a lot bigger. Uh, I think again, it's a lot wider. Yeah, uh, but I think lengthwise, it's not too dissimilar.
3: Yeah. Oh, just quickly, Hellhole Stadium is. Oh, Optus Stadium. Uh, the reason we call
0: it Hell Hole Stadium is because um, it, it, is, it, it eats people.
3: Yeah, it's basically the like a brief awful. visit to hell uh, for any player's hamstrings, knees, ankles, groins. It is the ground that damaged Buddy Franklin last year, claimed Joe Danaher, Gary Ablett, Gary Ablett. Cockatoo, even Guthrie. Quite often it turned on its own as well. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it,
0: it, it's, a, it's a monster, that stadium. Mm. They have to appease it somehow. We're not entirely sure what they do to keep it keep it cited satanic rituals no doubt 100 percent. It, it turned on the dockers more than it did the eagles mm. i think the eagles winning probably kept it alive but the dockers didn't were it, winning. uh
3: break a leg
0: oh no it did actually yeah yeah nah, it in did. fact
3: didn't it claim both of the west coast forwards yeah it did actually
0: yeah it really <laughs> yeah not nah, fair
3: it was angry that day. i think i uh, i think you just didn't notice because west coast went on to win a great f- grand final mm. Yeah. And Frio faded into obscurity where they deserve to be.
1: I think unlike us, Hellhole has no bias. No, <laughs> no.
0: correct. It, it just, it just it doesn't, lo- doesn't care who you are, Yeah, mm. Just, mm. as long as you're delicious.
1: Mm. <laughs> really good if like Ross Lyon was walking out to the huddle and just like rolled an ankle.
0: <laughs> imagine him going down too, because he just walks in slow motion. So I imagine he, like, cause he, whenever he walks, he just looks like he's walking through water. So I yeah. imagine if he did an ankle. He'd go down really, like he's in Thai, just slow, like a woolly <laughs> mammoth being absorbed by an I'd
3: oil pit. never really noticed it until just now. He has a lot of characteristics of a turtle that's walking on two legs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fuck. He does. He's got that kind of like- Oh,
1: he's my got God. To a and he leg. doesn't move like the Ninja
3: Turtles, who are quite nimble.
0: No. no. Like an actual turtle. Probably yes. hates pizza as well. Ah, oh, 100%. Yeah. Loves garlic bread, though. Loves it. <laughs> Bloody loves it. So- Huge crowd, Tom. Huge crowd, 18,000. Yeah. They got- Really into it. The cheer. It felt like more, didn't it? Though it did. It yeah. it felt like it
1: was full when we arrived and we're going through the the gate. There, um, Geelong kicked their first goal. Oh, oh, mate! It. It was outside the stadium, I was like, bloody hell! <laughs> Are there fifty thousand people in there? It's crazy. <laughs> it
0: it was the the best part. Like you knew it was going to be a good night. So we were sitting there, and obviously the players came out to warm up. And this is well before the game. They're just in their tracksuit tops, like warming yep. up. And then they started to walk off at the end of the warm up. And the entire crowd stood and cheered them as they walked off for the warm up. Yep. If you're one of those players, like these guys, a lot of them, we only have a couple of players who've played on AFLW list before. Yep. A lot of them won't have played in front of a crowd like that. There is no way that after you do your training warm up and you hear that crowd that you're not coming out fucking firing yep. as soon as the game starts. I had trouble hearing the final siren. Oh really? Was that bloody loud? Well, you didn't have to worry. The uh, the scoreboard had the Channel Seven telecast and had a clock counting down on it. Mm. So <laughs> you could, which was good, because it was less stressful. Yeah. But yeah, one point victory. Couple of before we can dive into your review of my team and and, uh, and the town. Yeah. A uh, couple of big things for me.
3: One, had a Milo ice cream. Bang. Tick. Very happy for you, Tom. Oh, I was so good. Well, we like you said you were very excited for two things: for footy to be back and for you to be sitting in the heat eating a Milo ice cream because it was going to be very hot. You I had to cool down.
0: I ate that Milo ice cream, yep. and I was this close mm. to getting a second. I went hot jam donut, and it was a mistake.
3: Oh, you were in the sun, too, sure. You? On the other yeah. Side of the ground. Yeah. Did you even notice that it was a hot jam donut? Would have just been equal to I'm fucking eating, outside just temperature. Just eating the sun.
0: It wasn't <laughs> great. It was not great. We we went some hot chips later. Yeah. Um, my, but my folks come very prepared. My mum made salad rolls. We oh. had oh. cheese, pre-cut cheese and beef. <laughs> oh, what are you? What are you back from Melbourne? No, my mum my, my just, it's not, we don't have a cheese board. Mum just gets like some, like a big block of cheese, just chops it into little squares, puts it in a Tupperware container and brings some savoury shapes.
1: Oh, sounds fucking
3: great. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. F- <laughs> sounds <laughs> like you <laughs> sat in the wrong seat, Sean. <laughs> also, well,
1: this bloke could have saved me a seat. Didn't.
0: Uh, no chance. The Geelong we hospitality yeah,
1: was lacking. Good.
3: Well, to,
0: at that, to be fair, yes. at the point in which you and I were communicating, the last I heard from you at about 20 past five was, mate, I don't think I'm going to make it. And I hmm. went, okay. You're not going to make it. That's fine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden at six, I got a message. We're on our way. Yeah, well, you know. By that stage. I didn't think it was going to happen. Full. Big things though. Yes. So three three great things. Uh, Nina Morrison, fucking gun. Superstar. Absolute jet. 22 touches and eight or nine tackles. Number one draft pick. Just looked. Oh, and of course, the match winning point. Hit the post. Oh, the best point she'll ever kick. Should have kicked that goal. Yep. Hey, she will. Should have gobbled that up, mate. Round one. But she, no, she looked very exciting.
3: Looks very good. Couple looks, of bursts
0: through the middle there. Just looks like she knows what she's doing when she gets the football. Yep. Looks and like
3: twenty-two touches and eight tackles.
0: Oh, unreal. Other big rap. I've because you got to talk like because you know. Do I get another jumper with another number on the back? I think before I do. I'm going to get some badges just to rep to start with. Yeah. Thinking about who I'm going to get as your badge. Your obvious one is Nina. Yeah. She's the obvious candidate. You yep. know, The captain. Now, guys, I'm locking in the number 11, Megan McDonald. Yep. Played across the half-back line. Took some huge marks early when Collingwood were trying to get going. And then when the game was on the line, was involved in, I think, about five passages of play as Geelong just held on to win. Yeah. Big fan. Mm-hmm. Love a good defender just doing what defenders do. Yeah. It was great. Loved it. 10 out of 10. That's my first game of women's footy. And the more I've thought about it, the more I've excited I've been like yep. in retrospect of how great it was. I went in the first season
1: down to Casey Fields to watch Brisbane versus Melbourne. Yep. And what I watched this weekend, the standard was fucking miles improved. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: Three years in the, gen- the the skill level in general play has improved exponentially as more yeah. players go through the system. You look at it and go, imagine what's gonna be like in another five years, another six years. Like I think I've underrated the Collingwood team as well. They have they had
1: some fucking good players, mate.
0: They, uh, they, Their forward
1: line looks very dangerous, although they keep getting fucking injured, man. <laughs> there were a few Lazarus moments in this game. <laughs> cool. People who looked dead <laughs> returned and oh. then came back and kicked huge goals. <laughs>
0: Sarah Darcy went down with Darcy like an ankle down, or a
1: knee. Um, Alexander as well, I well, think. She didn't
0: come back, Sophie Alexander. That was her she first kicked, game. She kicked oh, a huge sucks. fucking goal.
1: She kicked one from probably nearly 50 metres. Jesus.
0: First yep. goal of the game. Her first goal. She was on the VFL
3: list for Collingwood and got picked up. She looks... Very good. So just double-checking, the AFLW ball is slightly smaller, isn't it? I believe, yeah, it's a, it's a side down. Yeah, that would make it harder to kick further because there's less weight behind it. Yeah. Yep, yeah, it's definitely.
0: harder to kick further. It's also fucking hot. <laughs> uh, quarters are shorter, but the the, the the skill level has was just... And seeing it up close too was just... It's really exciting. Was Under- Darcy in the collision? Uh, no, Darcy wasn't involved in the collision. With Shani? No, that was Sophie Alexander who knocked Oh, that was out. Sophie Alexander. That was Sophie, yeah. Um, just caught the stray elbow from former
3: Netball. Someone, Shiny
0: <laughs> someone
1: someone near me was like, that won't be the only one. Shiny, like, kills this year. <laughs> 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 she, I actually quite liked her game. Yeah. She didn't win, like, the tap work. In the no, arc, Aster O'Connor smashed her But she game. just, her presence around the ball. Yeah. Like, I think she's realised I am later to the game than some of these other girls. Yeah. Having played, she was the Australian Netball player. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, Can you not covered by the fact that she's six foot 100? (laughs) But she's just gone, my strength is going to be just when the ball hits the ground, I'm just going to attack. Yeah. And it was fucking great. I
0: think she's going to have a good year. She's going to be great. Uh, Another great Geelong player from another club is Clifford, who I believe was on the Melbourne list. She looks like an excitement machine. I think Mm -hmm. she played in defence when she was at Melbourne. She's playing as a small forward. Kicked a cracking goal. Almost kicked three more cracking goals. Mm -hmm. Just had a go. It was it was very good. Collingwood just had a lot of speed out of that back line. Yeah, we lack like a bit of pace. Yeah. But that's always been the That was always the worry, was a bit of that speed. But that, it'll yeah. get there. It'll get there. There's a few players that – young players that Mel Hickey has said that – the captain yeah. Mel has said that they're going to come in limps and bounce. Because you guys had a
1: great second quarter, but sitting there watching it, I think the second half, I think Collingwood were the better team. So yeah. So in some ways it might have been a bit of a lucky escape because they, I, they played really well.
0: I think they played well. I think it was weirdly – there was a bit of a breeze, and whoever yeah. had the breeze played well. So, in the first quarter, Collingwood had the breeze, and we managed to kind of break even. Yeah. Second quarter, we had the breeze, took advantage. Third quarter, Collingwood had the breeze. Fourth quarter, we had the breeze. We just couldn't capitalize. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Sean. Yes. Fucking won. So, yeah. great win. Great win. Huge win. I've got a mile of ice cream, and I have a new favorite player. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very happy, boy. Do you know, actually, I've got an amazing stat. Can yeah. I do Do I have. Do I have You've I, got I do time a
3: stat? for a. Well, there's always time for an amazing Tom stat. <clears throat> so, you love maths. And you love fuck stats. So I'm I, excited for what this could possibly be. Do you know what? For a guy who is terrible at math, I love a good stat. So uh, this
0: is <laughs> – um, so AFL-Barwin is the uh, like the Geelong region for football. So they were just talking about the stats. One of the things they did before the game is that they got like – they would have been like under-12s or under-13s girls from every like local club going to guard of honour as the players ran out, which was really cool. So uh, two years ago before the first women's season, female participation in AFL-Barwin Barwon sat at 59 players. Yep. So in all of Geelong, there were 59 p- players playing in the region. Yep. Uh, start of this year, that has ballooned out to more than 1,600 oh, players. That's fucking it's, huge. It, there are so many people wanting to play in teams that they're almost at capacity for ground allocations oh. in the region for teams to play football on. Tom, that's one of your best stats. That's a great stat. And that's why that's AFLW awesome. is fucking great.
1: How good was it to sort of look? It was a different demographic, really, in the crowd. Yep. So many girls there, and the best thing—so many young girls who are just loving
0: it—and but a lot of young young guys, young boys as well. Yeah, which is good. A lot more kids. A lot than more normal. kids. Really good. I guess because it was earlier. Yeah, it's summer, um, school holidays, but it was great. Yeah. There was a girl a few rows down from us who was in an Elsa dress. Yeah, with a footy jumper over the top. Mate, so that's fucking, very good. Absolutely. So, I'm probably going to try to get my hands on an Elsa dress and uh, wear it for the next game. Any.
1: Frustrating bullshit, Tom. Yes.
0: Okay, because i got one too. I'd like to, before you go to yours, yeah. uh, I want to find the man mm. who invented thunder sticks or whatever the fuck those oh. inflatable sticks are. I'd like to find him and choke him to death with one of his sticks. <laughs> in the bin. In the They are the most annoying things in the world and they are just kindling to the fire that is three fucking shitty children and their useless parents who sat behind them. And at one point, one of these kids was clapping her sticks over this woman with a baby in front of her, squealing (laughs) at Joel Selwood, who was doing a boundary line interview. Parents, they're just eating their fucking fried peas in their little like vegan snack foods. Those parents in the bin with their clapping sticks. Huge fuckwits. Yep. I hate that. Like at one point, I thought we we're going to be okay because one of the dads took one of the clapping sticks off, so you know they couldn't clap because they were being really obnoxious with them. And yep. look, I don't mind kids getting into the footy, but these—they were just screaming, yep. high-pitched, squealing—not yep. at the footy, just at half-time at Joel Selwood being interviewed. And there's a woman in front of them with a little, like, three or four-year-old having a great time. But they are p- literally hitting her in the head with these clapping oh. sticks as they're gesticulating. My mum nearly got up and punched a child. <laughs> oh. <laughs> would have loved it. What was yours? Clapping stick related? It wasn't clapping stick related,
1: but as soon as I got to the ground and there was a guy handing them out, I went, fuck me, I hate these things.
0: Tell you what was good, though. You come to the MCG, you'll never see those because they're non-recyclable, so we don't do them anymore. Two things were handed out. Yep. Hell sticks. Yep. And
1: a flyer, a coupon, if you will. If Geelong win, five cents off per litre at Shell petrol stations.
3: Amazing!
1: Mm. That's great. Do so you get to
0: show a membership or something? Is that part of the perk?
1: Or? No, I think it's just if Geelong, if it's a, sp- it's a thing for the whole season. So if the AFLW team wins or if the men's team win, five cents per liter. Off that home
0: deal. ground advantage. I'm gonna be fill. Okay, I'll drive down the highway on an empty tank. Yeah, we'll win. I'll just drive and fill up on the way home. Imagine if you lose though. It'll or be. Uh... I'll be staying in Geelong.
1: <laughs> it's like a petrol version of roast roast. <laughs> Uh, I had uh, about 20 teenage girls sitting in front of us. Yep. I think they were friends with one of the Collingwood players. Mm -hmm. So already I was like, wrong team. (laughs) One of the girls had this like bigger than usual scarf. Yep. And she kept holding it up because she tried for basically the duration of a whole quarter to get on TV. Oh, no. And it was blocking so many people and she would not stop. She wasn't even paying attention to the game. She was just screaming and screaming and screaming and holding up this guy. Was there a cameraman near you? To get on TV. We are on the, the, the TV Broadcast side of the on. ground, and all her friends were egging her on. We're like, we can do it. Oh, Let's go. Let's go. Get on the camera. Hated it. Sean. Hated it. Didn't say anything. Feel like a coward. Should have said stuff. People, I thought someone else was going to, because we weren't as affected as some other people. They just moved. They chose to move. Oof. They didn't want to
0: fight it out. Well, I mean, you could sit anywhere. Yeah. yeah and you have I- moved. Oof. Yep, but I
1: like being able to complain and be yeah. frustrated. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And if it was Geelong, if it was a Geelong scarf, I would have been like,
0: fair play. Well, t- these were, Geelong, these were nah. Geelong supporters and they were still doing my heading. Oh, no. Yeah. Anyway, next game. That's my team in my town.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: You are fucking down. Oh, how
1: many? Oh, yeah. quick I've heard so much. Yeah. Quick review. I've heard so much about the big sexy land.
3: Your first time in Geelong. You saw the big sexy first land. Time. We're Happy. driving
1: into Geelong and uh, my girlfriend goes, there it is. And I'm like, What? Snapped a photo. It's and then we had a discussion. That... We were like, Is that it? Is that are we in Geelong yet? Because that's that's not a big sexy land. That's oh, a regular size sexy land, mate, Tom. It is it's a... not big, you've been talking it up.
0: What the fuck? It's a big sexy no, land. No, it's
1: not. Have you seen another sexy land? They're always pretty big. No. It's the oh. Dusha, it's the smallest one I've ever seen. Are
0: you kidding? I'm, I'm not say, kidding. You know Don't what? Don't question the size of my sexy <laughs> land. Tom, it's
3: small. Okay, I didn't if, think I was um, going to get personally attacked when I came in today, but I'll there go, you go. I'm going to take a photo of my local sexy land and then we'll figure it out from there. I'll take a photo of my local one. It won't fit in the frame. <laughs> it's out of control. There's one in my work too. One in my work is enormous. <laughs> I've never seen a store that big. This conversation has taken a bleak turn. You've got to get outside of
0: Geelong, mate, and experience
1: I bigger sexy land. I
3: live in Melbourne.
1: <laughs> oh, fucking hell. It's no excuse You to. need to open your eyes, mate.
3: There's sexy land so everywhere and before, they're
0: big. Can we stop trashing my...
3: So, sense of scale when it comes to Sexyland and go to the next game, please. <laughs> Alright, next game. The second game of the season uh, also came down to one point where Adelaide Crows lost to the Western Bulldogs by a behind. I didn't watch this game because I was driving back
0: uh, from Geelong and the only song I could play was the Geelong theme song. Yep.
3: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's fair. The radio only plays that. That's all.
0: Yeah, I, t- I tuned into special Sexyland radio. <laughs> and that's all they were doing. Um, but the Crows will be kicking themselves because from what I saw and read, they dominated every facet of the game except the scoreboard.
3: Well, they went... I 111 or 112 or something like that. They were 11 points up going into the... Uh, just before halftime, which doesn't sound like that much until you know that the final scores were 17 plays 18. Yeah, it's a killer. That's an out-of-control comeback by the Doggies. And in a short season... Where that, every win is massive. That, that could hurt the oh. Crows. If I was an Adelaide Crows supporter right now, I'd be embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you should just be as proud of your club as you are of the men's club and their weird mind camps. Yeah. Did the women's club go on a mind camp? Oh, no. I no. Hope so. I hope not. I hope not as well.
1: Who's their goal-kicking coach?
0: Uh, Tex Walker. <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> uh, Ebony Marinoff had a huge game. Oh, just... 24 touches, most of the round. Yep. And, um, uh, Outside of
3: Nina from Geelong. She also laid 11 tackles. A massive yeah, just start where she left off. She would be disappointed they
1: ends. couldn't pinch the win.
3: Yeah. yeah. Look, that, like, that, that loss will hurt, and that sucks. But it was a great game to watch. Do you know what would be a worse loss, though, Dusha? Uh, if you move on to the North Melbourne Kangaroos, who played their first game of AFLW, and they absolutely steamrolled the Blues. You'd have to be an absolute dickhead. To tip Carlton. (laughs) Hey, Sean, who'd
1: you tip? Carlton. (laughs) I've got to be honest. Since this game, I've read a lot of things where people are like, Carlton's a weaker team. They're probably not going to have the best year. And I'm like, what article did I read? That was super. Po- it must have been written by Carlton. Do you, no, website. do you know what there was? A, it was, there was very positive. There was a double was like,
0: page spread in the Herald Sun written by Darcy Vesio about how Carlton were going to go better this year, and she plays for Carlton. She's no, I read. I read kicker.
1: something online, and it was like they've got a really good forward line, and I think they do. They've got a couple of good players. In yeah, the they forward do. Well, Vesio, who's the leading goal scorer, I think, for the AFLW, and Taylor Harris. Taylor Harris. And what we found out though is the midfield is very lacking.
0: What we against found a out, star-studded team? Yeah, what we found out was a club uh, built of TCs. Yeah. Will we will beat it. <laughs> A
3: club that some genius predicted may win, no, will win every game this season.
0: Can I just tell you uh, something, Dusha? Do you want to know what uh, the North Melbourne
3: percentage is after this with, game? Let's start with Carlton's percentage after this game. Sean, have you seen the latter? Yeah, I have, yeah. Okay, so you know the percentages? Uh, I know that North's is whew, massive. So Carlton's is, Carlton are currently sitting on 30%. Yeah, yeah. Uh North Melbourne are a hundred times that at 325. <laughs> that's
0: great. Wait, that's not math. That's not math. No, nope. ten times. Yep.
3: <laughs> their, are, their percentage is three hundred
0: thousand.
3: <laughs> their percentage is as big as you are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. So that was massive. I watched that game and yeah, from half time. So we would uh last week on our podcast we discussed whether North Melbourne might take a little bit to uh kick into gear. They did. They took a little bit of time, Tom. About How long did they take? Yeah, about a quarter. About fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. fifteen minutes. And, they went, and oh, then they were just we like, get "Oh, the wait, ball to our good players. We're really good." <sighs> but
0: it was it was literally the cream rose. Like Carney started getting the ball. My hope started just attacking everything. Ashmore started running off half back. Duffin started playing. Like all the players that they recruited to be
3: good for that reason lifted. Yep. Third highest score of the round was by North Melbourne. Which brings you to the next game, the one at Casey Fields, which. Was the highest scoring game of the season so far in the hottest conditions too? <laughs> Basically in a
1: fireball. I've been to that stadium before yep. in summer. It is a hellhole there. Yeah, like it's so hot there. It's ridiculous. Well, Tom, there's, there's no shade.
3: Tom was saying that uh, he works with someone that went to the game and was just like, it was hot. It was just disgusting. Do You know, it was hot. The quality of play. Whoa, whoa! Look, like people
0: had the big knock on. AFW by morons is that oh, oh it's not than enough it's not the same exactly the same as the men's comp which has been around for over 150 years yeah Um. no it's not but if you look at like the BBL there's like a measuring stick the first season of BBL there was something like 46 has hit and then in the last season they had like 280 so the growth is those numbers I've just pulled out my Yeah. Hands, yeah but it's about yeah. that growth yeah this game though Nine goals by both sides or eight, seven goals and nine goals by one side? Nine to
3: eight. It was eight goals, seven plays, nine goals, five.
0: And fast, frantic footy. Dockers look good. Oh, they look uh, a little bit scary. They do. They, that, um, just in the early stages. Oh, boy. And they finally got a lot of their... a lot. The issue they've had is I don't think they've had like, players that they recruited for year one. They haven't been able to get them on the park. So for them to... They haven't had continuity. No. And they're going to be dangerous because no one's recruiting Western Australian players away from Western Australia. Yeah, so they've got the pick. They until they next could, year when West Coast come in. Well, but I think actually West Coast are a, a year again away. Are they? I think, they? Oh, okay, I think yeah. it's I yeah. think it's Richmond, St Kilda, Gold yeah. Coast, and then West Coast come in when Essendon. Yeah, come Essendon in. and Hawthorn. Yeah, I think so. I think those three
1: come in. Melbourne had a monstrous third quarter. Oh. They kick five goals to none. I actually I thought it was, oh, well, to be honest, we spoke at half time and it was like, how are Melbourne going to come back? They're 20 points down. Yeah. They fucked. They, and then fucking, they lifted. To be fair,
0: four goal breeze. Yeah, the breeze, like the majority of the goals were kicked with that breeze. Into the wind, yeah. Yeah. Or Melbourne needed one more and they probably would have won. Yep. Pretty like much. Like in that, in that third quarter, one yeah. more. But I mean, they, they played really well. There's improvement there and it's always going to be hard for them to adjust because. Freo lost like no players. They've got pretty much their whole list. Whereas Melbourne, no Pierce, Mel Hickey's at Geelong. Uh, there's someone else has gone to. I want to say North Melbourne probably picked up a couple. No, yeah, did. they would have. Yep. Um, so you know, it's a different look side.
1: Yeah. Well, they've I think dispelled the rumor of no Pierce, no Melbourne.
0: They have because they
1: they, they turned in. it on. It that quarter was the best, one of the best I've seen.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And on onto uh, the final game of the round. Brisbane Lions takes on GWS. Hey, Sean. Yeah.
0: How much do you win by, mate?
3: Oh,
1: two points. Fuck yes. Oh,
3: it was good. Another I, I could
1: s- watch all of it, but I um, I watched bits and pieces, and I was there for the- I was watching the last quarter, and fucking hell, it was exciting, Tom. She's Sabrina's, Sabrina's girl? Mate, she is a machine. I love her. Her third quarter, it's it's- Oh, it's almost the best I've seen her play. She's had games before where she's kicked like three goals, but she just dominated and lifted the team because they were. You messaged me at half time and said, "Need a lift here, mate," and they did, and they fucking came out
0: firing. She got in the lift and she pre- she pressed yep. highest floor, please, sir. Yep. And um, and... you know who I love, Wushna. Oh. three goals, gun. She's so
1: clever. Was she playing in long sleeves. Yep. Why? Um, no. Oh, she might have been. There was a few playing in
3: long sleeves. What? It was. It wasn't. A to protect you from. Sun? Oh the
0: sun! oh Tom, yeah, sunscreen, but a shirt.
3: Yeah. Yep. Slip slop slap, idiot. <laughs> slip on a long sleeve shirt. Is that what the slip
0: is? I thought slip was sunscreen.
3: Slop sunscreen.
0: What's slap? Hat. Slap on a hat. I've always just known the slogan and just knew that it meant be safe in the sun, but not what the individual parts of that slogan meant. Come on, mate. Anyway, which is what you, leading you the gold down in
3: Geelong? You don't know how big things are. You don't know what slip slop slap means. Fuck. <laughs> Thomas. Do you know what I do know? guys i know how good footy is uh, <laughs> you know how good a win feels yeah um
1: wushner's leading the goal kicking 3 3 yeah really awesome yeah she's and- so clever around the ball um she's from tassie so it's interesting that she was not poached i wonder if they
0: came after her pretty hard because she was all australian last year see the interview though that she mm. gave where she's like no i'm staying yeah i love it she loyalty yeah she she it was a pointed comment, too, after Ashmore had just announced she was going to move. Yes. Um, she came out and was like, no, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm in for the long
1: haul. But no, Brisbane just looked really exciting. There's a lot of heart. GWS didn't play as well as they uh, they could have. Um, they had a couple of chances late, too, to pinch it. They did. Oh, <clears throat> I love Sam Virgo. She plays in Brisbane back line. Um, missed all of last year with a knee injury. I think she hasn't played... For Brisbane or played any footy, I think it was something close to 600 days or something like that. So she's been out for ages. Absolutely awesome. Uh, she'll be all Australian this year. Lock that in, Thomas.
0: Was it her who was? She got short hair. Took like four or five marks in that last quarter when GWS kept coming and coming yeah. and coming. She um, did
1: you see? Did you watch the last couple of minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She grabbed it, took somebody on, got drilled in a tackle. Should have probably been holding the ball. Ooh. With 20 seconds left, GWS should have been kicking into the 50. Umpire didn't call it. Brisbane dodged a bullet. And uh, sitting first in Conference A.
0: Yeah, and I think we're sitting
1: yeah. in Conference B.
0: Yeah, This is how weird the conference system is, is that mm. there are three teams that have won in Conference A and there's two teams that have won in Conference B.
1: Yeah. That's right. I- I've
0: seen a ladder
1: that's just all of them combined. So North are first, Brisbane are second.
3: Yep. Oh, okay. North Brisbane, Frio, Western Bulldogs, Geelong, Collingwood, Adelaide, Melbourne, GWS, Carlton.
1: Would you uh, I I'd, I'd argue that the ladder that ladder is irrelevant. It should just be conference A, conference B. Yeah, I think so. Actually, yeah, that is like what what's the point of having that complete ladder because yeah, it doesn't mean anything.
3: Bragging rights. I guess, but like all that matters
1: might- is that Brisbane are Brisbane and Geelong are one and two in Conference B and North
0: and
3: Freo. Freo, probably. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, actually, but if you look at the conference ladder, it's actually got numbers next to them. So yeah. Kangaroos are one, Brisbane are two, Freo three, yeah. Western Bulldogs four, Geelong five.
1: Oh, you know why the? You know why it, it's important? It'll count for draft picks, presumably,
3: possibly. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Sensible. Clever. Yeah. Good work.
0: Do you know who's on the bottom? Carlton. <laughs> Carlton. Oh, go Brisbane! Oh.
1: Just beautiful. It also shows too. Don't hold too much stock in uh, practice games. Yeah, where we got destroyed by GWS, and then we've come out and uh, pinched a win.
3: That brings me to the last two things I want to talk about before our hour is up. Uh, one, how we go with the tipping? I know that I got uh, a three out of five because hey, I, uh, I, uh, uh, I bought into the Melbourne like Melbourne team. I was like, ah, look, they're going to play really well. And I also bought into something else, Sean, and I need to apologize, because I was on three from three,
0: and I uh,
3: saw some of the practice game. Do you TC on the boys?
0: Brisbane were looking too slow, Tom. Look, mate, and I mean these boys. And um, the
1: girls. Yes. Oh, look, it's tipping, mate. Yeah, I'll back Brisbane always. You do,
0: you follow your heart. I will. And this time,
1: your heart was fucking wrong.
0: <laughs> my Sean, heart cooked it. Sean, would you yes. be as forgiving if I had have tipped against Brisbane and nah, lost mate, the tip. You would have been fucking out of my life, <laughs> excommunicated, just like your
1: brother. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, I got two, two. Um, uh, the one that killed me, I tipped Adelaide, and did
0: you both? That's the one drops? that killed That's you. That's the one that killed you. Are you sure? I, I, I think there was another one that killed you about a game in Tasmania
1: where oh, you put well, that, that, do you- that, that straight up killed me. <laughs> Every now and look, there's five games. One of them, you've just got to, you know. Have a swing. Yep. I had a swing. I read a bad article. It praised Carlton. Pfft. I'll never go there again. It was written by Mick Malthouse as part of his ongoing war on Carlton. <laughs> Sleeper
0: agent Mick Malthouse. <laughs> I'm actually betting Dusha in the tips.
1: Yeah, the
3: we, uh, we 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 tip the same winning margin. Yeah, but I'm ahead
1: of you. Yeah, look. What did you tip as the margin?
3: Ten points. Ten. Yeah, I went Geelong by eight. <sighs> Ooh. I'm going to go a bit more conservative and go four for the next one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I was trying to play it. I was like, I know that the AFLW doesn't have a history of being super high scoring. I was like, 10 seems safe. Uh, do you want to know what the average winning margin of this week's games was? One point? Well, no, it would have been bloated because of um, the Carlton result. It was 8.8 points. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's- But imagine, if, uh, imagine but, if
3: you take Carlton out of that. Yeah, uh, that's with North Melbourne winning by 36 points. And having a percentage of 325. So uh, the average, yeah, the average winning margin was eight, nine points, and one team won by 36 points.
0: All right. Well, who are we tipping this week then?
3: All right. So we have GWS taking on the freight train that is North Melbourne. That's an easy one for me. It's North. <sighs> yeah, me too, North. I'm going to go North. Collingwood take on Melbourne. Oh. This could go either way. My heart says Melbourne. And that's what I'm going with. My heart says it's a Victoria Park. It's going to be a Collingwood win, baby. And I'm not happy about it.
1: I'm going to back Melbourne. Never back for Collingwood,
0: mate. I can't believe you'd pick him.
3: Shut up. All right. uh, VU Wittenoval. Geelong. Mm. Geelong take on Western Bulldogs. This is a tough one. Mate, two
0: words. Nina Morrison. I'm going to go, for that reason, Geelong.
3: Yes. I'm going to go uh, Western Bulldogs.
0: Why? Why would you pick the reigning premiers at their home ground against a team that's only played one game of AFLW in its entire history? That's a
3: great <laughs> question, Tom. It's just really, really hard to say. I believe in you. And a as piece the reigning champ of our footy tipping competition, uh, I need to be conservative. Even though I'm middle of the pack now. Right. You're near me, and that's yeah, bad. That's bad. Mm. So we've got Carlton taking on Adelaide at Icon Park. Adelaide. No bad. There's no way they'll do that two weeks in a row, right? And Frio take on Brisbane at Fremantle Oval.
1: Ooh. I'm gonna Sean. go. The math would suggest a Frio win,
3: but what would the heart suggest? The Sean?
1: heart will always think Brisbane. Sean,
3: yeah. My heart's purple. Oh, oh. 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 Uh, look! I learned from my mistakes. Frio. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have vindication next week when we're both
3: wrong. Or I hope so. When... We'll, we'll pile in on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way. All right, and so we often read out emails and stuff like that uh, for, in the show, but because this has been a big episode and it's the first round of the season, we don't have a lot to read at the moment. But, Tom, if you want to get in contact with the show, how do they do that? Uh, they can send us an email at
0: howgoodsfooty at gmail.com um, or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty. That's also the way you can join our tipping competition. Um, there is a link on that uh, on that page
3: there with a the password. Jump in, beat Dusha. You can do it. We believe in so you. So the AFLW tipping season has obviously started. Yep. So if you're a little bit late to that and you don't want to join, that's fair enough. But we will be doing another one another for the AFL twenty nineteen yep. season. There's prizes for both. And if you want to hassle us
0: individually, uh, I'm at awkward Trade. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at douche thirteen.
3: How good's footy? So good. Tell you what, I'm glad it's back.
2: Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat.